2: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present The Show That Is Everything Oilers Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer Brought to you by Digitex Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide
1: Yeah, Digitex does that
2: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A On Oilers Radio 630 Ched Hour number two
0: of Oilers Now It's 106 in Edmonton. Bob Stopper with you in New York City. Uh, The orders in the New York Rangers tomorrow. This is the second hour of orders now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chet, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.com. We're going to take a trip to Montreal at 135 with a guy who spent years working in the Edmonton market as well, Brian Wilde. He's now with Global Television talk a bit about the Canadians and the Edmonton Oilers with Brian. We've had Elliot Friedman on the show. We've heard some uh, clips from Todd McClellan along with uh, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and Drake Kajula. Just before we go to our interactive segment, and you can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, and you can text us on our West Park for text line at six thirty six thirty. 630 630 Reminder: We're on Twitter as well. At Oilers now, my Twitter handle is bob underscore stopper, and Brendan is at Brendan Escott. Um, Darnell Nurse was one of the Oilers players to speak today. This courtesy of our friends over at uh, the Oilers social media and web team. Here's the Oilers
3: defenseman there's 80 more games to be played i think uh the last game uh especially in the you know second and third even the first we took steps in the right direction so i uh, gotta keep uh, keep progressing keep getting better and um yeah we'll we're, we're not uh, not worried in there at all
4: i know people are coming down on the defense uh what do you have to say to that
3: yeah that's that's how it goes you You lose two games and uh you know for some for some people the world's over so uh we don't really listen to that we're worried about ourselves and getting ready to you know ready for a match tomorrow so yeah it's kind of just background was uh we know, we know we need to take another step, but I'm um, confident we can do it.
1: Does it feel like you're just now getting into the season? Like, finally, yesterday was was the first game in North America, and you got on your normal plane, and now you're here, and now you're really starting to play every couple of days?
3: Yeah, you start to get into that groove where you're playing every other day or every third day, and, um, yeah, it's, that's kind of what the season's all about. That's what prepared for it's 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 tough to play one game and then have a have a full week off and, and then play again so yeah we again to uh, get into our momentum and then get into uh you know a little bit of a routine here and, and, and start to pick up some speed
4: let's talk about the theme of the practice today
1: um was any of it reflective of what you maybe didn't you guys didn't do on the
3: ice last night no i think it was more just preparation for um tomorrow night uh you know just stay sharp <laughs> get, on, get on the ice stay sharp, and. Uh, Know, prepare for you know some different systems that are going to be thrown at us tomorrow. I think, like I said, uh, we're just looking forward to the challenge we have tomorrow afternoon against uh, the Rangers, and uh, it's a big game for us.
0: All righty, uh, that is Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers. It's 109 in Edmonton. We'll tell you that some guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village steak and seafood cooked right at your table, Japanese Village. Edmonton South, Edmonton Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Don and the staff at Japanese Village will take care of you. All right, here we go. We're going to open up the uh, phone lines, 780-496-0063. We are two games into the season. Is it too early to panic? That's the first question. The first question is, is it too early to panic? Question number two. What is the primary area that the Edmonton Oilers need to improve upon, in your opinion? And question three. What's the solution? So number one. Is it too early to panic? Number two. What area of the team needs the most improvement? And number three, what's your solution? You can reach us on our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. We'll try to conference you in. It's going to be a little bit uh, uh, tricky on these road shows. And then you can text us at 630-630. I've got some great texts. Here we go. Brennan has texted the show to say, "Bob, simple question: Is tomorrow's game a must-win? Well, you know, three games into the season, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if it's a must-win yet, but I understand that sentiment that's out there for a lot of people." Uh, Mark says out of Bonneville, Bob, if Edmonton got tougher and the league went the other way, it is an organizational failure. Why is everybody still here? Head scratcher. Mark. Well, my point was that for years the Oilers were pushed around with their smaller skilled players, and there was a belief that they needed to get um, they needed to get a, a bigger, more physical squad. And then the league moved in a different direction. So that's a point that I was making. I mean, in fairness, it was the entire organization wanted to develop a bigger, heavier team. We've got some, a lot of text to get to. Well, let's open up the phone lines. First guy we're going to conference in is Brian on line number one. Brian, how are you?
2: Good. How are you there, you
0: is, Bob? Good. What Good. do you got for me?
2: Okay, so I am not a statistician. I'm not a person who understands. I am a team follower and a guy who loves watching hockey. Okay, so take that off the ball. I want to tell you straight out that I, I got lucky enough to go watch a preseason game. And seeing a preseason game, seeing the last two games, they are two different teams. And I understand that you have rookies on there, and they're fighting to get onto the team so they can make the big bucks and, and be the pride of Edmonton. But con, compared to last year and this year, as a, just a guy who watches hockey and understands each team and cheers on that team... I'm sorry, but, yeah, it's time to panic. If they can't come into the first two games um, after, like, kind of dominating the preseason and at the same time saying we've got to do something better at the end of last year, I'm just a Joe Blow that wants to enjoy the hockey, maybe save up enough money to go watch a game with the wife or a kid, but I I truly believe that this is not a team that's going to be a winning team this year, and that's just by looking at... They don't even look like they're trying.
0: So, All right. Uh, so that was one. Qu- so you're saying it's not too early to panic. Second question I had is, what's the area of greatest need for the team?
2: What do I see the greatest need? I, I, they yeah. need to gel. They need to play as a team. They're not playing as a team. I've seen I've seen Pee Wee hockey players they play better than these guys have in the last little while as the actual Oilers team, and that's just coming from a guy. Again, I'm not a statistician. I don't follow. I don't. By numbers or anything, I go passing them on the ice. Maybe I'm wrong. All
0: too, right, but I'll t- let you. No, no, Brian, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, thanks for the call. Let's go to Tim. We're going to conference Tim in on line number two. Tim, you are on orders now. How are you, Tim? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, Tim. Here. Okay, Tim, what do you got for us?
2: Well, I just think the Oilers are doing the same thing as last year. They, you know, they really haven't addressed the need for a defenseman to get the puck out of the zone.
0: So, for you, for you, the, the the biggest challenge, the biggest area of need is on defense. Oh yeah, they can't get the puck out of their own zone to the to, the, to bring it out past the blue line. They they're hemmed in all the time. I mean, I, I put a tweet out yesterday just talking about, you know, developing defensemen and, and what they have. And I could tell by the response from people that they didn't ing- uh, disagree with my assessment of the players because they don't have a top two defenseman right now, okay? Uh, Kluckbaum is a second-pairing defenseman. Larson's a second-pairing defenseman. Nurse, for me, is a second-pairing defenseman. So i at got three uh second pairing defenseman. Uh, I think that Bouchard, I didn't mention this in the tweet, Bouchard has a chance in time to be a top two uh, D-man, and I said that Benning's a five-six defenseman as well. So for you, um, management hasn't addressed uh, the need
2: to uh, get a defenseman in here that's going to do the job. You know, like uh, They have the same repeat as last year, they have injured defensemen, of top caliber, such as Sakara, and they haven't addressed the need to get in a defenseman that's going to do the job that they need to do. Yeah, them. and
0: I wouldn't even call, i, I got to be honest with you, Tim, I appreciate your perspective, but I do not consider Sekera to be, to me, he is a, uh, uh, he's probable, at this stage of the game, he's a four as well, but then they would have had four-four, so now they're slotting, and that's part of the challenge, is they're slotting, Benning as a number four defenseman, when really he's the third-pairing guy, and then they got a rookie in the lineup in Bouchard that moves uh, the puck about as well as anybody on the team, and he's 18 years old, but that also highlights a challenge. Tim, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line and reach us at 780-496-0063 on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. I believe we have Airy, Airy on uh, line number four. Airy, how you doing?
4: Hey, Bob, how you doing? Good. Good. Um, I guess my, you know, you asked a couple questions, right? So, uh, you know, my statement is people need to relax. Like it's game two. I get it. You know, it's been a long off season, not the start anyone wanted, and I bet you if anyone had a do-over, nobody would be like, oh yeah, we're going to Sweden. I think the team is still growing. We know that travel is going to play into this. And I think overall, it's too early to be throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And by baby, I mean, Peter Sorelli, you know, that's, If you went into the season as a fan thinking we're going to be winning the Stanley Cup, you'd be seriously disappointed. And getting so excited this early in the season, it's just a waste of energy. Nothing can happen. There's no extra talented D-men that are going to step in, that are going to save the day. Now, we kind of made our bed. Now it's all about can these guys that we projected to take a step forward do Come close to expectations. And, you know, I think some guys will surprise and other guys are going to fall to the wayside. So that's kind of my statement. Well, on it's
0: that. interesting, Eric, you mentioned that because here's the thing. If I sit here and come on the air and host orders and I'll say,
4: everybody, damn it, y'all have to
0: relax and chill out while well, I'm the homeboy that's paid for by the... But I got to tell you, I do think it's a little premature, but I understand the frustration and exasperation. Because fans don't want to get burnt again. Now, I, I kind of want to see specifically what Trent Yawney can do with the young defense. Can he, you know, what can he, can he smarten Oscar Kleffbaum's game up? Can he grow Oscar Kleffbaum out? Can he continue to? We know Adam Larson can defend. Can we make him a better puck distributor? Um, you know, then you got Darnell Nurse. All right, so let's let's see you grow him into an excellent defender in time who's capable of moving the puck and, and how far can Banning progress and you know I don't know how long Bouchard's out here for but he's up right now and at times he's looked better than some of those other like I, I kind of want to see how you know how that takes place too so I get where you're coming and the other thing here is either their like their toughest part of the schedules at the start of the season like and everybody knew back going in now did I expect them to be as bad as they were against New Jersey no did I expect a game like they had in Boston? Yeah, I did. I looked at Boston. They're a good team. They went two rounds of the playoffs. They got a strong core down the middle. And I, I thought it was possible that the Oilers could have that type of game in Boston where they play
4: pretty well and still lose. So, uh, but, Bob, for what it's worth, yeah. How, how do you explain... The the second period in both games, where shots have been abysmal, we have an eight and a half million dollar center that puts up one shot. That's a great point. You know, like that's that's where the coaching and the decision making and the gming gets questioned by all fans. So I get the venom. Wow,
0: one hundred percent. It was yeah, it was worse in New Jersey. Right against New Jersey because they didn't get a shot for 17 minutes. <laughs> With Boston, I look at like I think Boston's got a far better team than New Jersey, mind you. I mean, New Jersey's outscored teams 11 of two in two games this year, exactly. so. Right, so maybe I've underestimated New Jersey, but I just look at the strength down the middle with Boston. Like, think Boston's got two good goalies. New Jersey's number one guy is out. Um, I, I'd say New Jersey's defense is pedestrian. Boston still has Char, even without Krug. Uh, and then New Jersey does not have Bergeron. And can I,
4: can Boston, I ask you one more question, stage,
0: Bob? Yep.
4: So tell me this. So if you're in a, you know, the Leafs, obviously, if they're, they're, they're seeing some early success. If you're a guy like Connor, Mc, uh, Connor McDavid, okay, and you've got, you know, you're, you see what's going on with a guy like Austin Matthews, and he's he's lighting it yeah. up, nine goals, and you've got Ty Ratty passing you the puck. How how can you be looking at this management team and thinking, oh, I'm in good hands here? You know, when you've got, you see, you look over to the other end of the country, and you see nine goals in, a hand, less than a handful of games, and. You know, leading the league in, in every uh, top four scores in the league. And then you're like, take a look at the home base. We're hitting the same salary cap, and we've got, you know, Ty Ratti, the, the the linchpin to our success this year. That's where the, the you know fans why? are really pissed off.
0: You know why? Because Matthews and Marner haven't been paid yet, and the others have paid McDavid and Dreisaitl. And so the Leafs went out, and they signed in the last two years. Toronto has, in the summer, added Marlow and uh, Tavares, albeit at cost from Van Riemsdijk like and Bozak, and the orders in the last summer got their two big nuts signed, but in the process, you know, lost Everly, and you could argue lost Maroon. Now, I don't think they could exist with Maroon and Lucic, and they need Lucic to be better. So, and that is, hey, your assessment, I hear that all the time. Hey, i got to get some other yeah, guys. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Uh, all right. Yeah, you, you bet four nine six zero zero six three uh so Ari said don't panic but he was certainly questioning the makeup of the team which is understandable given the order's current plight. let's go to nick on line number four nick you're in orders now
1: yeah i just want to comment on the previous guy um just think of the names brian ross connor sherry bill garen chris kunitz those crosby made those guys famous for the most part so i wouldn't worry about mcdavid who's giving him the puck uh no time to panic not yet uh we haven't even played a home game let's see what we can do in new york and uh the jets will be a big contest i'm looking forward to that game uh the pacific has not got off to a good start either so that works to our favor Uh, that's a good point
0: by you there yep
1: you know that we're we're two games behind right now against not in wins or losses like we're in the schedule so no time to panic yet um so I, don't, I haven't looked at the lines for tomorrow. Do you think Chase on gets in for Cassian? or would you? Uh, I can like, tell you that I, I know.
0: Like? I know what was out there. I mean, I tweeted out the lines from practice today. Uh, nothing's been finalized yet. I know that for oh. a fact. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Well, so you don't know if Garrison's in or not, or nothing like that.
0: I don't. I, I know nothing has been finalized yet
1: so okay so anyways what i will tell you Uh, um no time to panic yet let's come home boys uh we gotta get some home games to our credit and uh you know what we're gonna no time to panic yet let's forget about last year i know you know weed's becoming legal on wednesday so maybe forget about last year and start smoking up these fans because it's not uh we got to forget about last year it's a new season turn the page and let's go oilers thank you
0: weed it becomes legal on wednesday and we need not to panic all right i didn't I think we'd hear that on today's show. It's 1:23. We're going to get a couple more calls in before 1:30. We'll pick a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now.
5: This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 6:30 Ched.
0: All right, very quickly, 126, uh, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30, tweet us, add letters now. Barry has texted the show to say, hi, Bob, you, Reed, and your guests need to stop uh, guzzling. The order is Kool-Aid. We are at strike two. If we lose tomorrow's game, strike three, we need to clean house. That's uh, 10 of 14 points you get in the first 10 games is the points you need to get in the playoffs. Someone comes to us from Barry. Let's uh, go to AJ. Final call in the segment. AJ, we thank you for holding. Uh, unfortunately, we only got about a minute, so make it count. So, uh, Well, thanks for having me. And um,
5: yeah, I just wanted to say it is time to panic. And I believe Todd McClellan lost room. The coaching staff lost room. Um, if you think about it, that... Uh, the guy before me was saying uh, you got Ty Reddy passing the puck to Connor McDavid. Well, keep in, yeah. keep, keep in mind that you have Nugent Hopkins that is on that line and he's an amazing player. Everybody knows who Nugent Hopkins is, uh, who's Leon Dreisaitl, how good of players these guys are. I'm not talking only about like the, the defense, they got their issues, but their offense, there's no offense there at all. When you have players like Leon Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, Connor McDavid, and getting zero, zero offense, I think the coach lost the room.
0: I don't All know right. how much to do about AJ? it. AJ, we appreciate the call. Okay, some would argue the challenge the others have is they have those three guys and nobody else, and we haven't seen the step forward yet from a pulley Arby or maybe a Yamamoto, and that's what happened with Boston. There came a point last year where it clicked, it clicked in, and then they just... Uh, they were just on a roll they were just incredible for a while there uh appreciate everybody that called in i did get hundreds of texts and a bunch of other calls uh we will get to some of the texts after we bring brian wilde in out of montreal i'm not sure how much the heat's on there uh but off to a global news weather traffic update eileen bell
2: oilers now with bob stauffer weekdays at noon on oilers radio 6:30. chad